back into Indie B&B. Today we are joined by Nick Jenkins out in beautiful Albuquerque of Infinity Kiss. Nick, how Hi. is it going today? Goes well. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year indeed. Happy New Year indeed. Well, you know, I want to get right right to it here. You know, you, you've got connections to a, a very special place in the Indie B&B ethos, as in, you know, Charleston, South Carolina, and Columbia. Um, so, so honored. You know, yeah, I know. We're, but I'd, I'd love to know, you know, what brought you out to, to Albuquerque? Uh, my partner has a best friend from college. And so shortly after our relationship started, my uh, partner basically said, you ever think about um, leaving South Carolina or like moving somewhere? And that was actually a conversation before we started dating and then after we started dating she visited a friend out here and just decided she wanted to be closer to her best friend and that friend became one of my best friends yeah here. that was pretty much it we rolled the dice no like other it. no other inspiration other than let's go where some love and possibility happen to be i like it that's awesome that's awesome well you know, obviously you spent a significant amount of time in, in Columbia and Charleston and you know, you played with a very, you know, large number of groups there. I read I read you did you, we have a connection with, with our buddy my buddy Danny from Two Slices and Love and Danny. Did, yeah. So you know, talk, Yeah, no. Talk about your uh talk about your time down there. I mean, you know, did that definitely shape the way you're making music now, or is it still uh you, know, you still feel like you have a little bit of the, the low country in you? Um sure. I uh, we've been here for just over two years. We moved a couple months before our child was born. And um, yeah, we miss our friends and family there. Not We're not like homesick or anything. We yeah. have definitely found community and networks of people here to make it feel more like home. Um, I haven't been trying to start any bands or anything like that. Um, but was the question about my time in Columbia? Yeah, you see time down in Charleston and then just being able to, um, you know, how that kind of influenced your music okay. and how, how Albuquerque has influenced your music now. Well, I think Albuquerque, this, the experience of moving here, becoming a parent and, um, just juggling some freelance work. I'm also a barista and do random gigs here and there but I think it's really taught me to slow down and help me to be present and you probably hear a baby voice in the background that's Louie and my partner Kyber um yeah I didn't have a lot of aspirations upon moving here other than it's like more free thinking more freedom in general, more uh, manifesting of dreams and building community organically with people. And we pretty much found that. Um, awesome. I, I'm just trying to be grateful for all the all the things that are in my life, whether yeah. it feels or looks like I'm super busy or not. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, cool. Well, let's let's kind of get to your music. I mean, you know, I, I think it's you know, oh Valentine's one song that comes to mind, but you know the one I, I would love to kind of dive into a little bit more is you know the one with the very very long name, the in some vibration that 
pathos green. You know, and the whole time, like, I feel as though I'm anticipating, you know, I love that. Oh, yeah. It gives me that feeling. And so yeah. just talk about your, you know, we don't need to talk about that song right just a second, but like talk about just in general, your, your for this Infinity Kiss project, like, you know, what's, what's your inspiration and how'd you get into it? Um, well, I'll, I'll go in reverse. I think that'll help me answer this, for, uh, well, answer it better than not answering it. But um, I'm about to put out an ambient music album. Mm-hmm. It's called Ambient Music. And that the contents of that album are basically all from cassette tapes that I used to play live shows with. They were basically backing tracks that wow. I put loops on and just kind of ambient stuff to mix in and collage with live noodling and songs and stuff like that but um decided to just put that out as it is as it was because again i have been in this kind of meditative state and just like being okay with pressing pause in life and press just just being present and not forcing a lot to happen or try to start new projects so it's actually just kind of a snapshot of where I was in 2015 around there when I was starting to think about Infinity Kiss as just kind of an evolution of my solo exploration, solo journey, which is also very collaborative. And before I called it Infinity Kiss, it was just basically my name, Mr. Jenkins. I would release music as until I started to play enough shows with bands and with friends that that it that kind of made me rethink the you know the public the public persona thing yeah but anyway I think I was I went to college in uh Charleston from 2001 to 2005 and then after that stuck around Started playing in some bands, uh, met Lindsey Holler around that time. Uh, one of my good friends, Dan McCurry, who started Hearts and Plugs. We were in a band called Run Dan Run. And from there, a bunch of other stuff happened and like just kind of built community from there. Um, and I moved to New York around to 2010. I lived in New York 2011 and 12. Then I moved back to Charleston in 2013 and lived there 2013 14 and then I moved to Columbia 2015 and 16 I think and then back to Charleston 17 18 and then I moved back to Columbia 2019 where when I met my partner uh so it it around the 20 Around the second time I moved back to Charleston, <laughs> I met Danny, I believe. Yeah. And um, I don't remember what else was going on in my life because it was kind of kind of a, a busy time, but also kind of a hazy time. I wasn't sure where I was going, but I just wanted to stay active. There's a lot of soul searching going on. Yeah. And I'm yeah really thankful that I met Danny. He could probably give a better date. He's good with dates and remembering 
first yeah. shows and stuff. Sometime between that. my two Columbia residencies, I met Danny. Yeah. Makes sense. He's he's a him and the, the new Brooklyn Tavern, you know, two slices owns the new Brooklyn Tavern in, in, in Columbia and, and it should just um, be called Slice Town. Yeah, it should be. I think they should change it. That'd slice House. Yeah, Slice House. They they only serve pizza. It's good. What what are some of your favorite music venues in Atlanta? Um, so well, you know, we we we've uh, you know we're actually hosting a show at Smithsville Bar um, mm-hmm. for for a, a, an album release for a band called Pacifico coming up here. So, you know, I would say that Smiths is one of the, my one of my favorites. Um, you know, Terminal what West. Self Care was one of the bands. Is that right? Uh, the album's called Self Care. Pacifico, Self-care. and then um, uh, Pacifico, Perfect Animals. Um, uh, and there are two other bands they just added that I, I have, they're escaping me right now. But um, yeah, we're, we're super excited to do that. But yeah, that's one of our favorite venues is Smith's Old Bar. And then um, sweet. Uh, one more question about Atlanta, and then you yeah. can keep asking me questions. <laughs> but but uh, do you know the band Breathers? Do you like that band? Oh, I haven't heard of them. No. Oh, they're one of the best bands in Atlanta. Uh, shout out to Lee. We played. I think a show or two with two slices. Uh, big fan of that band. Yeah, I want to check them out. Breathers, Just breathers. breathers, yeah, breathers. All right, I like yeah. that. I like it. Well, we'll, we'll definitely uh, check them out. So, you know, I guess have you have you have you toured in here at all? Like, if, as far as they like, come into Atlanta, um, you know, consistently with anybody or um... um, as consistently as any band will tour a regional circuit. Uh, Grace Joyner, I believe we played uh, Georgia uh, enough times, as many times as maybe North Carolina. Uh, I think Run Dan Run probably played some Atlanta dates for sure. I remember playing a house show with a bassist named Jason Ajemian, and we played with a a songwriter who goes by Adron, Adron, who does some really, it's kind of like Bossa Nova indie pop stuff I, i'm not sure if she's still atlanta based but yeah um wow. yeah i'm sure yeah a handful of times passed through atlanta so you're familiar a little familiar with our fine city i appreciate that that's awesome is the drunken unicorn still a venue there so unfortunately that so i don't think that people play there anymore um i've been to one show there and it was awesome um i saw snail mail there but um they're uh they're turning that that whole entire development is getting getting put in and put in a big old they're putting something else in there um and uh they're putting like they're redoing that whole shopping area mm-hmm. so unfortunately i think the drinking unicorn is going away mjq which is the club attached to it uh as well Okay. It's, uh, it's heading out as well, but um, you know, again, had some great times in, in both places for sure. Um, people go to the uh, you know, aisle five, which is over in Little Five Points. Um, you know, Variety Playhouse obviously is another big, big venue. Oh um, yeah, I saw Feist there many years ago. Interesting. Uh, I think Valley Maker. I played a sh- show with Valley Maker in Atlanta. I can't remember the venue, but it was downtown. Is it the Masquerade? It might have been. Wait, that sounds like a big venue. It was a smaller there's, one. There's three stages of the Masquerade. There's um, 
hell, heaven, and purgatory. So oh, yeah, we didn't play either of this. <laughs> um, sounds like you've been in a lot of different projects. So like, are you, have you been like a touring member of of multiple places, or is it you know that kind yeah. of? Yeah, I went to school to study jazz, um, and drums were my primary instrument, and so mm -hmm. from there, just kind of took a journey of music uh discovery with my drums mostly and like com composing and kind of production came a little later so yeah i've been very fortunate to play in a lot of projects as a drummer oh, okay gotcha well, when you make uh the music for um you know obviously the upcoming album coming out march 3rd like do you start percussion first or do we go you know something else first like where where do we find the first inspiration usually for all the, the songs you get put out it's uh it's usually other stuff like uh, i try to challenge myself in the in the writing process just like let my journals be my guide in terms of like what songs are about or maybe i'm just maybe i just find a new tonal palette or sonic palette to mess with for a while and that kind of unlocks something or informs uh you know a dimension or perspective so it's usually starts anywhere else but the drums but the the beats are always there um the ground the groundwork if you will is yeah. usually always something rhythmic but there it I actually put one, I use one drum track on this, this new album, this most recent album, which isn't technically that new, but uh, otherwise it was just going to be totally ambient and loose, but I thought I just wanted to have a little hint of some groove in there. So like halfway through the album, there's a, a drum loop that goes on for a bit but just kind of like it just kind of kind of coasts i like it i like it very cool well when you uh, like do you have aspirations to play as infinity kiss live and tour or like you know what you know i think i've read somewhere that you wanted the the experience live to be like an art installation yeah so can you expound upon that i mean like i want to know more. yeah like you know every something... i've i really enjoy going to concerts and um my relationship to show culture and all that has changed a lot over the years but in terms of collaborating with people to like make an experience together like a lot goes into um booking shows like a lot goes into uh like a music venue like Royal American, for instance, you have the bar owner, you have the venue owner with the vision, you have the sound engineer, you have mm -hmm. your bands, you have, you have, you want to have a, a kitchen. It's kind of like a th this thing with all these moving parts that people don't think about or give a lot of credit to. But um, I, I like being more transparent with the the other moving parts that are going on. I haven't toured in, with Infinity Kiss very much just because there's 
it's a new project and I haven't had the that sort of desire to just put that on the front burner and you know campaign it around the world but I rely on the internet and remote communication via satellite to get stuff out there um infinity kiss is also kind of like theatrical so i've liked collaborating with um costume designers set designers that sort of thing musicians who might not consider themselves musicians really like people who might be into computer programming that kind of just understand the bridge between computer language and musical notation. Uh, so yeah, I want to keep it as fluid and as open as possible, but that was basically kind of the impetus for taking the the turn in this direction anyway. Interesting. Interesting. That's awesome. Well, I think like that'd be you know a unique i'm sure with with the theatrical elements and you know there would be a a very unique show to to put on and it sounds like it would be like a like a a vegas like i guess hey we're going to be here for the next you know 10 shows right here in vegas or something like that like that would be awesome yeah go big like yeah i aspire to to do more things like um artist residencies and galleries where you can do sound installations and people kind of interact. It's immersive and, um, you know, walk away with something more than just uh, the entertainment experience. That's interesting. Yeah. I think there's, there's, um, obviously with the high museum here in Atlanta and like, there's a, Mm -hmm. there's an installation there. That's a huge stack of speakers. Oh and yeah. um, man, I, I have I can't remember what they play. Like they don't play. It's not like it's not like you, it's like you would expect this wall of sound to be happening, but it's really just something smaller and and more more interesting. I, I I'm butchering it right now as I see, as I talk about it, but um, definitely something if you're ever on this side of the this side of the world again to check out. I know it's, I think it's still there. Uh, it seemed like one of those ones that was a permanent. What, where did um, you say it was? What gallery? The high, the high Museum in Atlanta. Cool. Um, I'll tell my friends about it and do yeah. some research. Yeah, it's the it's a, I think it's a, they they have a modern uh, a modern art part of the gallery there that um, mm-hmm. is very pretty robust. A lot a lot of different pieces to it. Um, but you know, with you know, with obviously you 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 had these you know samples and backing tracks that you had you know pulled together. Like, how did you pull those tapes? Like, where'd you come from? Because one of our other people we've talked to, uh, High Crime, you know, they made music because they went into a, um, had like somebody had access to an old church and they had, you know, just they pulled oh, some tapes from different That's one pieces. of my goals. That's one of our goals yeah. right now is to find a, a church to live in or yeah. some something that is as big as a church that you can yeah. do a lot of stuff in. Yeah. They had found some like tapes of some older, you know, hymnals or something and like they used, they actually sampled them in some of their music themselves. And so, you know. Well, this is, this is my sample library. This dates back to, I guess, I want to say 2015 is when I started to try and try to like imagine a solo performance because I was 
playing drums in bands before that, but I, I was also starting to write songs around the same time I graduated college. Cool. And um, so instead of like just relying on a computer to make endless loops and programming beats live and stuff, which I also do a little bit of, I wanted to have something more textural to interact with. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed the like the obvious kind of nature of tape. It's it's film, magnetic film, and you know, depending on how I don't know how worn the thing is or how how good your quality of tape is, you kind of hear that in the mix too. Mm -hmm. Um and so anyway, I started to put random noodles just riffs that had no real no real assignments to songs but like this one's in b major and then this yeah. one's in d major <laughs> and so i would just kind of base like write my set lists according to um what's this c major and then yeah. write my set lists according to what tapes i had queued up so that would allow me to still improvise, which is something I enjoy. And it would also give me a bit of a roadmap to rely on whenever I was ready to drop into songs or whatever. Wow. And the fun part of kind of those elements is that if whenever I wanted to assemble a band or whenever I want to play with people, uh there's very little rehearsal that needs to happen if i have an idea of how i want the flow to go i just kind of communicate the energy intention to my friends or whoever and then kind of the the heavy lifting part of the songs are on me and then everyone else can sort of blend in just kind of trusting their own intuition with improvising yeah that is so unique it's like a, you know we, we we a lot of the times you think about it like like oh like a song is like you're bidding a beginning and an end and it's got the chorus bridge did yeah. you and like it's I, gonna go like this i and, also love that yeah yeah I, I think the the part of my journey that's been like music as a drummer like uh i understand music in a certain way and how you have a supportive role and people kind of rely on your voice in a certain way and um so infinity kiss currently is kind of the opposite of that kind of the 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 um the opposite of concrete ideas <laughs> liquid I don't yeah know. <laughs> yeah yeah think, yeah it's the form of the thing that's in yeah it's more about feeling feeling like it, it than just like yeah. hammering it out, which I also do sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll rehearse some songs on guitar uh, and just play them the same way every time I have a show. Yeah. But, but I might take those same songs and stretch them out for an hour and only play three songs in a night or something. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Well, hey, like I think like there's there's something to be said about being able to just be flexible in that, and you know have both 
you know, you have both bullets in your chamber if you want. I, I'm sure there are bands that can't do that and stretch something out for three hours and be, you know, in, uh, you know, go different ways and just go, all right, we're going to go B major and we're going to have fun today and, and we'll have the flow and see what happens and go yeah. from there. Yeah, um, I, like, I like tonal explorations. I like atonal explorations where it's just kind of just out there, man. Yeah. But yeah, I I love music and there's so many different ways to enjoy and to co-create an yeah. experience with people. For sure. Well, you know, it's uh, funny uh, uh, like last you know we'll, we'll get off and we'll, we'll move on to um uh we'll move on to some some other pieces to your stuff, you know, I definitely want to want to ask about, you know, the names of the songs. You know, like the, you know, there's a few different ones, you know, you have a Valentine, you have, you know, the one I mentioned earlier, and I'm gonna yeah. read it out one more time here, uh, and, and and you may let me know if I mess it up. You oh, can, uh, let me actually let me try and remember what it is because I I'm supposed to remember because <laughs> I actually right. I so these tapes that I just showed you this is basically the album that is about to come out, yeah. um, and you know those those tracks those tapes have no song titles they're just in keys and when i had to come up with a track list for my for the album for especially for this um label um that is in north carolina called fort lowell they're the friends that are putting it out on vinyl um it had me think about like well what do i want the what do if it's instrumental music what do i want to convey still like where do i want people's minds to go a little bit and uh, i just wanted to kind of encourage meditation and i thought about writing haikus i thought about just like calling the tracks different color names and then that just kind of evolved into kind of free free handing a poem and um so the poem just kind of all the tracks are you can read as one poem and the, oh. the single that has come out already is called uh in the same vibration that pothos green grows and so that track is in one key that um two other tracks on that album are also in so they ha- they also hint uh at green vis- visual simulation or a green sort of landscape you can meditate yeah. on so you put them in the mindset of that yeah and then go go from there and yeah i could have also green i could have easily just as easily called the tracks like roji biv and it would have been the same sort of mm, content if you will yeah. um but i just tried to take it a little a little further to yeah. to so that it resonated with where where I was coming from with the meditation angle. Yeah. You know, Moby put out a long ambience um, track that I've listened to and that like really you, you, like it definitely is a meditative like, you know, there's no words. It's just, you know, you, you just I put it on when I'm on an airplane because it's mm. on my phone and I just listen to it when I'm on the airplane. It calms me down. I'm like, OK. Nice. We're gonna go through the long ambience here. So I think a, a similar. I, I definitely experimented with listening to you know things of that nature. I think it's very cool that it's all you know part of one poem. 
and it'll be kind of a cool yeah you know a being called uh american football i've i've heard that name i haven't uh they're kind of a an emo band on they're one of the first bands on polyvinyl records out of illinois but one of one of their um first full-length albums was called i think it's actually self-titled but their first full-length album had tracked track song titles that kind of read if you read the whole track listing in, in one go it it had the cadence of a poem and that always kind of stuck with me i like when people do that yeah um, i'm trying to think of another there's a I had a band that I'd seen. Um, uh, oh, it's going to bother me now. Um, oh God, I'll think about it in a minute. They, I've seen them live. They're like, they're um, they're a little bit more like electric rock indie kind of deal. Um, you too. <laughs> yes, you too. Yeah, <laughs> they were once uh, indie. <laughs> they were. They were until they until they spammed everybody's. Uh, um, Expand everybody's um, uh, view. What if what if some indie band from Georgia figured out how to do that? Like some really techie electronic band. It might that. be it, it might be the band that I just talked to. I talked to a band from and they have, we haven't released this one yet, uh, Coil, but they're they're all Georgia Tech students and there were a couple of yeah. computer engineers in there. So I was like, you know, maybe Yeah, maybe build they stuff. Could do it. Yeah, build hack it. the hack the mainframe. Yeah, I like it. Well Nick I want to get to Pete Peterson's party pack of questions because I think, you know, oh, we're cool. ready to get in the, get in the nitty gritty here. We got to know if you like cake or pie. So let's get this thing going here. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Pete Peterson's party pack of questions, 20 questions right in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. This or that. Here we go. Cake okay. or pie, Nick Jenkins, cake or pie. Let's go. What about a cupcake? That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I like it. I like it. Salad or soup? Would gazpacho constitute as both? Gazpacho is cold soup. I, that does make me think about it a little bit. I like that. Uh, damn. All right. Sunrise or sunset? Is the earth ever really asleep? In certain parts of the country, probably not. Uh, if you live in New York City, I believe that's the city that doesn't sleep. So I like that. I like that. I like <laughs> Actually, sunsets, maybe. Sunsets? Yeah. I bet the sunsets out in Albuquerque are beautiful. Over the yeah, the, we actually, the our apartment faces east, and um, there's a mountain range called the Sandias that are, they change colors a lot throughout the day, and it's really beautiful up there. Yeah. Not as as radiant right now, but they were sort of pinkish a little while ago. Now they're sort of like grayish blue. Um, That's cool. Anyway. I like it. All right. Would you rather hit a home run or score a touchdown? Am I? I don't know how to answer that one with a question, but let's just go with the uh, home run. They hit a bomb. I like it. I like it. I think I know the answer to this one, but night in or night out, what are you doing more nowadays? 
Night in. Yeah, for Night sure. It, uh, I might go to a show on Thursday, and that is uh, possible because my partner is like kind of giving me uh, a break that night, and then the next night I think she's going to try and go to a show as well. But that's pretty rare. We're pretty yeah. much homebodies. I like it. I like it. And getting out, though, we like it. Robot or the worm? What are oh. you doing if your jam comes on at the party? Oh. Can I levitate? Robot, definitely. Robot. I like it. I like it. Guac or queso? Got some good, you know, I imagine some good Mexican food over by the border there. So, I mean, we have, are there, what, what do we got over there? Guac or queso? Um, <laughs> there's both. There's also a lot of chili here chili it's like green and red chili so i'm gonna say what's up with the chili it's so chili i like it what is up with that's that actually chili? kind of a a, a soul searching question because i don't know yet <laughs> you're working on it i like it waffles or pancakes what would you rather have mm. what is baklava if not both Ooh, I like baklava. I can it's kind of like both. It's like a miniature stack of pancakes that is in the it's shape of a so cookie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of point. a brownie also. I like it. I like it. All right. Coffee or tea? Mm. Definitely tea. I love coffee, but I'm actually noticing long-term effects of coffee lifestyle <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm a barista. i'm actually a barista and i think about these things a lot uh yeah um to answer this question with a question i would say what's up with the jitters at night yeah <laughs> <laughs> people are getting them probably i like it dogs and cats um Turtles. All right, all right. Ninja I'm actually pilot. more of a more of a cat person, but we don't have pets. But you could have a turtle out there. You put it outside because the right heat. Yes, yes. We go to the. Um, we take a lot of nature walks. We're pretty close to the the river, the Rio Grande, that one, yeah. and uh, the kind of ecosystem that exists along the river is called the bosque, which just means forest in Spanish. And so we go to the bosque a lot and hang out with the ducks and the geese and turtles and stuff. I feel like that's just enough interaction with wildlife and yeah. and such. We have neighbors with dogs. I, we interact enough with yeah small creatures that I don't need to have one in in the home right now. Yeah. Gotcha. Very good. Well, what would you rather be, a ninja or a pirate? Ooh. Mm. It's hard to answer all of these with questions. I was going to try and answer every question with a question, but I did watch this documentary on ninjas once. That was pretty fascinating. You should just YouTube 
search like boot bootleg ninja documentaries uh you'll find some really fun stuff i think overall i might even though it sounds like a pretty brutal lifestyle it also sounds cooler than just being out on the ocean stealing stuff <laughs> i like to have a purpose with my with my uh mis mischievous natures i like that i like that if i'm to be working in the shadows under the cloak right. of night it, it would be nice to have a, a meaningful incentive yeah sometimes you a, have to take a out a bad guy yeah you don't always have to steal people's uh bananas bananas or any of those things no I like you don't have to that. steal i believe in abundance there's enough for everyone yeah all right gatorade or powerade what is up with red 40 blue 40 uh monosodium glutamate and whatever else is in either of yeah, those and the, in all those things <laughs> yeah high fructose corn syrup we got some sugar i mean come yeah. on yeah all right i haven't had i haven't had um either of those bevies in a while i learned that um you can basically create the same amount of electrolytes for your body if you uh just drink lemon juice with salt and water isn't that fascinating it's probably way better for you too <laughs> yeah get the bang wow well i need to do that i have lemons so i need to make some of that instead of lemons your best later. friend lemon is like your secret best friend you don't even know how much of a friend lemon is until you really spend some time with lemon and I might have to ask, I mean, I, we used to ask lemon or lime, but my next question is chips or pretzels. Oh, oh, mm. uh, I just discovered rice cakes. My partner went grocery shopping recently and brought back some rice cakes. Those are the best of both worlds. They're kind of like popcorn too, and they can either be a, a savory or a sweet vehicle for snacks i love a good cheddar rice cake mm. I'm a, I'm i haven't even tried that the cheddar yeah light and fit i like them i like them i like that fries or tots mm. Mm. why not a burrito with mashed potatoes has anyone done that i think taco bell used to have a burrito with mashed potatoes <laughs> back in the day they would. Uh, it was good. Not I had a burrito. Cool potatoes, not mashed potatoes. I had a burrito with tots on it today. It was fine. My partner and I like to just like to uh, talk about to review, if you will. We'll give a restaurant a review, but if it's like subpar, we'll say it's pretty okay. It's pretty okay. But what is fine? Is fine like better than okay, or is fine, fine is like not as good? Fine is not as good as pretty okay. okay. Pretty okay is like yeah, I would eat it again, but I know that it's not going to blow my mind or wow me. We second sell the tickets. Yeah, we I definitely like have we 
don't have a lot of homesick feelings, but a lot of times I truly miss the southern staple of rice in a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. Just like a side of rice and beans. That's actually a, a tricky um a tricky thing to find around town. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. All right. TV or movie? When you sit down and you're kicking your shoes off at night, you've had a long shift. Mm. What are you going to sit down and watch? A TV show or a movie? What if the band TV on the radio had a TV show? I'd watch it probably because there probably would be some wolves in that TV show like them. Yeah, where they just play music videos all day like MTV used to do. Yeah. There's one channel now that has music videos and I will sometimes put it on, but I can't, it, it, they have commercials too, which is unfortunate, but I, uh, I, I do love a music video. I think it's a lost art. Um, yeah. All right. Are aliens real? You live next to Roswell, New Mexico, I'm sure, or you're in the same state. So are they real? Totally. Okay. All right. sure. Is Bigfoot real? Um, I have yet to have my own reason for belief in this, but I have a friend who's like a new musical buddy that I admire a lot. His name's Kenny and he performs and writes music as um, Tranquility Wizard. It's some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard. Love his voice so much. Uh, He's also a filmmaker and he's working on this film. I think he's wrapping it up. It's called Summer of Sasquatch. And I I think my friend Kenny has more stories and more reason to believe that Squatch is real. Um, I cannot comment any further. Fair. Fair. I like it. You have somebody in, in the squatch industry, though, which is yeah. which is rare. No, not many are in that. So. Squatch scene. The squatch scene. Um, do you believe love at first sight is real? Yes. Yes. I also believe in mass programming. The people, <laughs> a lot of what we think is love and romance is kind of uh, sadly um programmed through media and hollywood and stuff and also pop songs you know popular music gives us this feeling of like things needing to be a certain way or expecting uh love to like punch you in the face a certain way um so in a way yes i do in a way i question it but overall love wins all day so if yeah. whatever, if it's first sight or the fifth time you see something and then fall in love with it, it's, it's can be real either way. Yeah, I like that. I'm are thinking these, about- Are these the longest answers you ever got for these party pack questions? I would say <laughs> uh, it's on the longer end, but- uh, You're gonna have to edit a lot of this. No, nah, man, we put it out raw. We just okay. go. We just go because, you know, that's what the people are here for. They're here for the answers. They're here Thanks for, for keeping answers. it so casual. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
course. It's not the like we're not we're not going to sit here and uh, I'm not going to hammer hammer the questions to you if if that's not the that's not the box. I'm going to go with what we what we're feeling because it's about you. End of the day. Thanks, Grant. Thanks for having me. By the way, again. Of course. Of course. Cool. Well, our final question to Pete Peterson, and you've thrown out a, a handful of bands. Um, if you want to wrap that up, or you can give us two new bands that we ought to check out that we should know about, and uh, if we want to reach out to them, we're going to tell them Nick Jenkins sent us. Oh, uh, within the Southeast music scene? Anywhere. Hmm. Seems like you have a a pretty a pretty good thing growing with your uh, sort of South Carolina network. Um, um, I don't know if I would have pursued music as long as I have if I hadn't, you know, befriended people like um, Dan McCurry, who who I was in Run Dan Run with. He has actually been one of my best friends and for years, a lot of a lot of pivotal music points like uh, musical growth points I've had. He's been there like what whether it's helping me get a new get new resources like this computer I'm using right now was a gift that came from my friend Dan getting friends to pitch together to help me replace a computer that I lost clumsily and um, yeah Dan McCurry uh, my friend Lindsay Holler who now lives in Columbia who used to live in Charleston very big very big um, player in the Charleston music scene. Have you heard of any of those like women and music ser- music concerts that happen at Charleston Music Hall? Mm-hmm. Put it on your radar. I think they still do it, but um, Lindsay has helped with those, helped co-curate, uh, co-organize those. Um, have you had Brett Nash on your show yet? really you should have you should have brett on your show five times and just talk about different dimensions of brett different dimensions so is he is he a is he a single artist or is he in bands is he in yes yeah, all, all of the this. above yeah all of the above. also another friend another it's like part of my community experience or someone's just there being genuinely themselves and um, also oh, also has been a bandmate in different projects. And a lot of bands that I've forgotten that I was in, but like when I think of Brett, I go, oh yeah, we did some crazy stuff together. Like we were in a band called Short Shorts once that not a lot of people know about. Um, uh, yeah, my okay. friend Arel Pilo, I think you had on your show, or maybe that was another podcast. Uh, Arel has a band called Pilot, or a musical project called Pilot, um, whose last name is also Greek. Uh, Pilo. Pilo. Pilo, P-I-L-O. But the band is called Pilot, like airplane pilot, or astronaut pilot. All right. She's cosmic. I like it. I like it. So we got Lindsay. I got Dan McCreary of Run Dan Run, Lizzie Holler, mm-hmm. Brett um, Nash of different I dimensions. Mean, yeah, the number of collaborators that have been in the 
the infinity kiss universe infinity kiss orbit is a very long list and i've i don't want to just like start naming any of those bandmates because then i'd forget other people but yeah i i will name one just because i know this person is busy right now and that's kari lucas who has a project called contour you've probably heard of um kari has has taken some some chances musically with me and i appreciate that and is also an inspiration awesome well man you got a heck of a community and you know, yeah so it, grateful so grateful that we've got some good stuff so we'll, we'll definitely be checking things out and uh, you know i'm intrigued by brett and i'm intrigued by short shorts so i'll have to follow up with him and, and understand a little bit more about that um right now brett i think brett's been on the road with band of horses mostly but brett has also played bass with two slices okay gotcha he's one of the toppings he's he's one of the toppings yeah laser cat and danny are the sauce and the bread and he just they just throw different people in there as they as they see fit yeah i like it i like it well as a final question What's your favorite two slices song? <laughs> I'm only laughing because uh, it brings me joy to, to even think about my friends. Yeah. Um, maybe I think the first song I ever heard might have been Underground. And oh, yeah. it's I feel like it's a sleeper jam. You know, it's not maybe not as popular as Slow Poison from that same album or Big Girls. Uh, yeah. But it was the first song I heard and I knew that I wanted to like, be friends and make music with this person. And uh, yeah, I'll go with Underground. Underground, I love it, I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick Jenkins of Infinity Kiss. Thanks, He has an album Grant. coming out March 3rd. Yeah, on vinyl. Um, on vinyl. Uh, 100 copies pressed and um, Fort Lowell, based out of Wilmington, North Carolina, mm-hmm. is putting it out, and I'm super stoked. I love it. I, I love think it. I might put out some tapes in the in the future, but I want to like see how the vinyl thing goes first. Yeah. All right, and as and as we get things and updates from Nick, you can be sure that they will be on our on our Instagram and and pushing them, you know, pushing Nick as as hard as we can to to our Atlanta locals and. We'll hope to see Nick someday putting on a show either at the High Museum or at Smith's Old Bar. Could be both. Oh, both. I would be honored to to do stuff. I like it. Thanks again. Appreciate it, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. Peace, son.